The Mortgage Calculator, your favorite non-QM lender with over 5,000 unique loan products. So welcome, everyone. My name is Kyle Hershey. I'm the COO of The Mortgage Calculator, joined here by our president, Nick Hershey, and our sales manager, Jose Gonzalez. We are a correspondent lender that specializes in non-QM loans. And what we do every morning on this show is go through some live mortgage rates of different programs, and then we do a deep dive into a different loan topic each day. Today's deep dive is going to be profit and loss loans now because we specialize in non-QM loans here at the Mortgage Calculator. This is definitely a program that we're very familiar with. And so our sales manager, Jose Gonzalez, with 28 years of experience, is going to do a deep dive into profit and loss loans shortly. But before we do that, we're going to do what we do every morning, which is pull up the live mortgage rates and go through them. So, Nick, if you're ready, let's go ahead and pull up our pricing tool and see what the rates are looking like this morning. All right, let me switch my screen. Check it out. All right, this is our pricing tool for our team of mortgage professionals. This will show us the general rates and the APR for today. It is November 27th, just after 11 a.m., so all of our standard programs are live. We have all of our rates live today. Hopefully, we see the rates uh, normalize here as we had a holiday weekend uh, where things uh, were a little bit crazy. And we've seen some updates to the markets recently. If you'd like a full breakdown of all the fees that go into the loan estimate, please get with one of our team members. We have over 400 licensed loan officers that would be happy to send you a full loan estimate with a breakdown of all the fees. For today's demo, as we do every day, we'll have to set up a scenario where we can compare across the programs. So we'll set up a 400,000 loan amount. We'll set the LTV to 80% loan, 20% down payment. We're going to search for the absolute lowest rate we can offer at the moment for the different programs. And we'll check out conforming conventional. Then we'll go into FHA, which is usually the second option. And then we'll check out our expanded guidelines, also known as non-QM, where we have over 5,000 additional options, like our topic for today, the profit and loss option. We also have VA and USDA. VA is only for eligible vets and active service members. If you are, just let us know. And USDA is only for eligible properties. If you do happen to be looking, just let us know. But since not everybody is, we don't do those live. We'll do our first example here, conforming conventional, purchase, 30-year fixed standard loan, primary occupancy, single family home, one unit, state of Florida, county of Miami-Dade. And for all the demos, we use an estimated FICO score of 760, an estimated debt-to-income ratio of 40. So with these settings, let's check out the rates this morning. All right, best option at the top here, 6.875 rate, 2.25 discount points and costs. That's the final APR at 7.16, just a touch over 7. We were almost up to 8 there for a while, so this is definitely... Some good news here over the last few weeks, and we should see some, uh, hopefully some more downward momentum as we move forward. Now, if it, for any reason our customer doesn't qualify for a conventional option, typically the next option we want to compare is an FHA option. So we'll set up the exact same scenario here, and we'll select FHA, which does allow a little more leniency on credit issues, as well as a much higher debt-to-income ratio in total. So we'll keep everything the same. That way we can compare apples to apples across the programs. 
All right, best option here for FHA, 6.125 rate, 2.25 discount points and costs, but the final APR, 7.063, just a touch under conventional there for a customer that qualifies for both, but our customer that must use FHA, definitely a welcome change there to the MI and uh, stuff that they've done there for the FHA programs. Now, where we love to specialize is if for any reason our customer doesn't qualify for either FHA or conventional, many other banks or lenders have to deny that customer, unfortunately, but that's where we love to present our non-QM options. Oops. So we'll set up the same exact scenario, and this time we will select our non-QM expanded guidelines where we have over 5,000 additional loan programs that most banks or lenders do not have. Everything else will stay the same, but now we have a new option pop-up for income type. Full doc is what we use for conventional and FHA. So if our customer doesn't qualify using full doc, typically that's why we'll choose expanded guidelines to take advantage of a different option, such as asset related, business bank statement, our investor programs here are just for investment properties. So we'll show that in a minute. Personal bank statement 12 month is what we use for the demo. We also have RSU, stated income, BOE, 1099, PL, which Jose will talk about here in a minute, and no income CDFI. For the demo, though, the most popular version of the program is our 12 month personal bank statement program. That's for our self employed borrowers. Many times, our self employed borrowers, when they submit two years of tax returns, may have different write offs or different ways they calculate their income where they may not qualify at all or just need a little bit of extra help for some extra income there. We can do that here with this program using no tax returns at all, just their last 12 bank statements and determine a debt to income ratio here of 40% in this example, using no tax returns at all, just the cash in the bank. So most self-employed borrowers qualify for much more income using this method and can therefore get that home they really want. So let's compare the bank statement options this morning. All right, markets normalize more, a little bit more here. 7.625 rate, 2.375 discount points of cost. Puts the final APR just a touch over eight. We were just a touch under eight there for a bit and very uh, almost identical to conventional. Right now, we're uh, 0 0.7, 0 0.8 more than conventional, which is more standard. So our customers that need to use this program, it's almost the same rates there, just a, a slight difference in order to use alternative income, which is amazing to get that home they really want. And if we scroll down here, there's dozens of different options at much higher rates and costs in some cases, may allow bankruptcies, foreclosures, other credit issues, uh, may allow different ways to calculate the income. So tons of flexibility here and hundreds of different variations. So please get with our team to find the best ones. And also, as Jose is going to explain here in a minute, there are other options like P&L that are very similar here if the bank statement option doesn't quite fit. And for our final live demos, we always want to do some investment property live rates. So we'll set up the same scenario, 80% loan, 20% down payment. And this time we'll look for the absolute lowest rates we can do for our conventional conforming options for investments and our non-QM expanded guideline options for investments. Remember government programs, FHA, VA, USDA do not work for investment properties. So we'll start with conforming conventional. Everything will stay the same as all our other demos. The only thing we've changed here is investment. So let's see the adjustments that conventional programs have. And cool, we have a couple options under eight, which is great. 
Uh, they were up over, well up over eight for a while there, but some great options here. 7.499, 3.25 discount points and costs, but the final APR 7.908. So a good option for our customers at Qualify Full Dock for a little bit there. Uh, conventional investments were getting a little bit crazy, and we always want to look at our portfolio program here to compare. This program is technically a full dock standard, follows the same guidelines, but it was beating this uh, pricing substantially. But today it's in, it looks like what, a sixth place, uh, which is still good. So keep an eyeball on this portfolio program. Uses the same guidelines as conventional, but doesn't have the same adjustments. This program stays pretty steady while the conventional programs do fluctuate daily. And finally, we want to do our final demo for our non-QM investment properties. So we'll set up the same scenario. And this time we'll select expanded guidelines, also known as non-QM, for investments. Now we have a few options to select here. First, our income option. Most popular income for investments by far, our most popular loan by far, is our investor DSCR loan. It's because it doesn't require any income or employment from our borrower, no documentation from our borrower for income or employment. We simply use the estimated rental income from the property to determine a DSCR value. It stands for debt service coverage ratio. If the estimated rents can cover the PITIA of the mortgage, that's a ratio of 1.0 or higher, aka the property cash flows. Even if the property doesn't cash flow and the ratio is under 1.0, we have some options for that. For the demo, we always put 1.5 as the highest value the computer will accept so we can see all the programs. And finally, a prepayment penalty must be selected. Three years is standard for these programs. We can select zero, that will limit what shows up and does cost more. We can select five, which will again limit what shows up, but does save our borrower some money if they want to hold the property. Three years is standard for these programs. That's what we select here for our demo. So let's check the DSCR rates this morning. All right, best option here at the top, 7.625 rate, 3.5 discount points in cost. Final APR, 8.178. So just a touch more than conventional. I'd say still probably 99 to 100% of investors comparing a conventional a program at, uh, what was it, 7.89 something to a 0 0.2, 0 0.3 difference to go to a DSCR. I'd say almost 100% of investors will take advantage of the DSCR. For the flexibility, you can do one, two, five, ten loans at a time. We finance multiple properties, purchase multiple properties. A lot of flexibility, no income or employment needed. So tons of options here. And we even have ones that are almost identical to conventional. And even at these higher prices here, lower, I'd still say most investors will take advantage of these DSCR programs. Some of these options at higher rates and costs may allow bankruptcies, foreclosures, other issues, may allow different ways to calculate the DSCR income, short-term rents, etc. So tons of different options. Please get with our team to find the best ones. And let me switch our screen to today's topic, which is profit and loss loan. So every day when I go through the live rates, obviously you see P&L as an option there. So today Jose is going to go through all of the different options that fall under that category. These are a little bit tricky. Uh, because they require some documentation, typically from an accountant or a tax preparer. 
So a little bit uh, sometimes more onerous than the bank statement. That's why we always do the bank statement first. Uh, but when they're needed, they're needed, right, Jose? So can you explain a little bit more about why exactly we use these compared to the bank statements and why I don't do the live rates, obviously, for that reason? And then let's go into the examples if you can, please, sir. Absolutely. I will call the P&L program a bank statement fallout, <laughs> I guess we would say, because typically it's a scenario when we have a borrower who's not 1099, because remember, 1099 gives us up to 90% uh, profit margin or 10% expense ratio, depending if your cup is half full or half empty. <laughs> But when I mentioned that it's a bank statement fallout, because if we do have issues with a bank statement loan, like declining deposit trends, uh, too many NSFs and overdrafts, or large deposits that cannot be documented as business-related income, then the workaround for that self-employed borrower would be a profit and loss loan, which uses a profit and loss report usually we go with the last 12 months is the least complicated option rather than pushing it out to 24 months now i will state that most profit and loss loans will require some type of bank statement may require two months three months of the business bank statements just to confirm the trends, right? And the PL has to be close. You got to look at the guidelines to see how close. It doesn't have to be exact, but uh, there is a margin of error above and beyond that. Renders your report not usable if you go. Can you can you explain what you mean there? So if if we're claiming we make ten thousand a month and our bank statement only shows two thousand a month, yes, what? you will. We will have a problem where the report. And the real life cash flow do not align. Exactly. Right. So definitely you want to be aware of that. Scour all the options out there. You know, I'm not gonna say there isn't one that is that does not require a bank statement. I'm sure there's some outlier PL program at a higher rate, reduce LTVs, you know, because remember higher risk the risk is going to be hedged by um, reducing some of the other risk factors. So for the best option in rate and the options that we are showing in our daily rates this morning are going to be options that are going to require at least two, the last two months business bank statements or personal bank statements if they don't have a business, if they're a sole proprietor and everything's going to personal Bank statements, that's okay. You just have to be able to show the source of the money. So let's go into what we're sharing. But again, when you do have those self-employed borrowers, try to look at 1099 to see if that's an option or bank statements to see if those are options. P&L, again, is more of a workaround. So our highest LTV, as is the case with all of our non-QM loans is 90% LTV. So this is for a primary one unit purchase is the max LTV. And you're looking at 10.875 as our lowest cost option and 9.75 lowest rate option. And this is at the maximum LTV. So like I 
usually like to show, I tone it back a little bit on the LTV, don't max it out to see what kind of improvements in the rates that we get. So we do get a little bit of an improvement here. You do see 10.25 is at par. We can buy that down to 8.75, whereas our previous example, 9.75. So we get a 1% interest rate improvement by dropping the LTV by 5%. And we also get a pricing improvement. So keep in mind, you can make up some of the LTV difference just by the fact that your rate is going to be at least 1% cheaper. And now our 80%, so we could totally get context on this. Now you see 8.75 gives us a little bit of a lender credit. And you can buy that down to 7.625. So always good to give the borrower many options so they can consider. And our investment maximum LTV is 85%. Now, this is with a three-year prepay. So lowest cost option is 10.625, and we can buy that down to 9.99. And 80% gives us substantially better options on the investment, 80%. You're looking at 9.125. Is that par? And we can buy that down to 7.5%. Wow. And for our house hackers out there, this is for a two to four unit, but I ran it specifically just in case there's any differences for a four unit, right? So again, 85% LTV, primary purchase. This is the max LTV for a primary two to four unit, 10.375 lowest cost option and 9.75 lowest rate option. Our same example now at 80%, and again, we get the awesome option here. 9.125 has a lender credit, and we can buy that down to 7.5%. Those are nice, low numbers. Give you the percentage amounts there so you can check it out. And now our one-unit primary cash out, 80%. P&L program is a little bit higher risk, I assume, because the LTVs are, the max LTV is lower, at least on the cash out, than it is on our other alt-doc options. So here, 80% is the max LTV. Uh and 9.625 is our lowest cost option. Actually, have a little bit of a lender credit there. And you can buy that down to 8.25%. And again, this is a primary cash out one unit. And our same one unit as an investment cash out. Rates go up a little bit. So we have 10.625 lowest cost option and 8.999 lowest rate option that is for our one unit and last but not least our two to four units specifically here four unit investment cash out at 80 percent again max ltv for this option and you are looking at 10.625 at par and you can buy that down to 9.125 percent for your investment 
two to four unit cash out at an 80% LTV. Which exceeds conventional. Oh, yeah. <laughs> yes, by a long shot. All right. I don't see any questions here, Kyle. Yeah, no right. questions. All right. Well, thank you, everybody. Remember, we do this 11 a.m. Eastern every weekday where we go through the live rates and then do a deep dive into a different topic. Uh, I don't see any questions, so we'll go ahead and wrap it up. Thank you, everybody, for tuning in. Thank you, Nick. Thank you, Jose. We will see you all tomorrow, 11 a.m. Eastern, for the next episode of Daily Rates Live with the Mortgage Calculator. Take care, everyone. Thanks, everybody. Thank you, everybody. Apply now at themortgagecalculator.com for instant mortgage rate quotes for over 5,000 loan products.